I can try something different if you want me to. Oh, I think we've all seen. this is Brandon Ford and this is China the Tiger the Thunder from Down Under and welcome to a special bonus edition of the Blind Rage podcast if you haven't already please check out the Wes Craven's New Nightmare episode which is the predecessor and now we are doing the 2023 fan film and direct sequel to Wes Craven's New Nightmare, Dylan's New Nightmare, starring Miko Hughes from the original. Mm. Are you super excited? I am. I'm, I'm excited that it got finally released. I know it got released like months ago, but <laughs> look, it seemed yeah, like it was, it was been talked about forever. Well, it was four years. Yes. Um, okay, so since this is a bonus episode, we're not going to get into the usuals, we're just going to get right into the movie, and if you want to watch along, you can find Dylan's New Nightmare on YouTube. Yes. So, we are going to begin in three, two, one, play. It would be funny if this is the first time someone comments and it's to say, thank God they didn't talk about stuff they watched. <laughs> oh, God. They well, just Brandon dived right into it. Stupid plugs. <laughs> um, I will say I do prefer the music to this one than Wes Craven's. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Not that I just liked his as much as you did. Um, I was actually just thinking how, um, while I enjoyed Wes Craven's New Nightmare, any time there was a movie that started with Wes Craven Presents, it wasn't a very good movie. <laughs> we already had this discussion. Quite a few bears in this casting call. Oh. We know how much you like that. I do. Oh, you know... I've... <laughs> I drove it like a, a 
a group of guys around yesterday for a buck stay, and like they were a heap of muscle bears. It was like, geez, oh. Louise. Oh, um, nice. Heterosexual, so there was no chance of like some fantasy living. He's repped by the Risher Agency. Yes. Did you hear that? What was the name of the agency, sorry? Wisher. I think Risher. Yeah. Sarah Risher was the producer from New Line that um, Heather Langenkamp went to meet for the when she went to go see Robert Shea. Yep, yep. I feel like he wouldn't recognize Dylan. I couldn't tell you. Like, no. But then I guess this is a dream sequence. Yes, that's true. Um, so he's auditioning for a hatchet sequel. Um, I really think it would have been fine if they had gotten Adam Green to come in because I'm sure he would have done it. Yeah. But I don't know. They might have asked him and maybe he said no. Uh, yeah. But, um... I know Adam is a little... He has done some acting in his own movies, and he's a little... He's a little, uh... Insecure. Okay. And when somebody says he's he's a, he's good in something, he gets all bashful. Yeah, yeah. Now they're not talking about all that, but that's okay. I did enjoy, you know, uh, and it was obviously going to happen, how they um, included real acting... Names and stuff like that, um, but I kind of felt like uh, Heather is more recognizable than Chase. Well, I like mean, in the world of acting, and 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 the fact that when he mentions Chase, is quite jovial about it instead of the fact that he died quite tragically. <laughs> Well, oh, I remember Chase. <laughs> and plus, these are you know uh, contemporary filmmakers. Um, so I really don't think they would have been all that familiar who had done horror movie special effects thirty years ago. Mm. But we're just being nitpicky. <laughs> now. Okay, we have to address the pink elephant in the room. What did you think of the portrayal of Freddy Krueger? I thought he did well. I think he did far better than Jackie. Um, Oh, God. (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, it doesn't take much. Well, Jackie, no, uh, I know that you harp on about his uh, uh, his lines. Um, like the lines no, of Jackie's well, his, his one-liners were awful, yeah, but his performance in as a whole yes. was god-awful. It was like as he was, was asleep. <laughs> the delivery was not great for me of Jackie, whereas I liked this uh, actor's delivery. Was it well, Dave that plays Freddy? I think or Ron. I think so. <laughs> I should have written who played who. I don't know. That would have that would have been good. Yes. But I 
I really hated, yeah, I did I did hate the voice that Jackie Earl Haley did because he brought it really down here. Yeah, and he yeah. sounded like an old man. So when I watched it, it felt like Grandpa Kruger. Yeah, and it, it seemed almost like forced down to the point where he then couldn't maneuver around it. It's got a good laugh. Yeah. It's almost. It almost does sound Englandy. England. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty close. I don't know, though. I mean, I think he does well. Um, but. For me, growing up on these movies, you know, Freddy is such an iconic character. And it's hard for me to see him attached to a, a, any other actor. Yeah. Um, and that has nothing to do with my criticism of Jackie. He was just piss poor. <laughs> uh, that's just... See, that's for, just the way it is. Yeah. For me, I, I actually um, uh, am more excited when I see... Uh, um, Whenever there is a remake, I'm actually quite excited for it until I see it. And sometimes it will be very bad and I'm disappointed. And the disappointment is more so because I was kind of interested to see what would happen. And I felt that way with the Nightmare one. Whereas this one, um, uh, I am interested to see someone taking Robert's role and hoping that they do well. I don't hope they do badly at it. <laughs> I I don't know too much about the director, but I know he has done fan films, other fan films. He's done some Friday the 13th. Um, so I can only assume he's a fan of the genre. Um, but Dylan just said, you're dead, we killed you. So I'm wondering if that was a nod to Child's Play 3. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and I think that this one had some good um, um, cuts from dreaming to sleep uh, to wake and and the return. That mm. was something good about the original um, nightmares. Like I always, I always like the one in part three where Heather falls into a chair and. Yeah, that was a good one, dream. and especially for an eighty special effect, it does. Yes, yeah, it does look good. The one thing that I didn't mind about the remake was the um, micro-sleeps. That was something interesting that they added to it, but otherwise... Um, everything else, no. <laughs> mm. Yes, especially whatever the fuck her name is. And Miko is looking nice and buff, I think. Um, we got to enjoy him taking his t-shirt off, and then to see the t-shirt was slightly cut. And here is your least favorite. <laughs> I didn't say anything. 
We are not here to disparage anyone, remember? To me, her acting, um, I, I didn't mind her, but it did seem, it reminded me of um, demos. It's a little wooden, okay. Where it's sort of like a first take to get it all, you know, uh, let's see how it flows. But then they just kept the first take. Like they've recorded a rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Or it could have been just, you know, all of her lines were shot at once and then they were edited together. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, having a conversation. A con- yeah, or a conversation or like, you know, um, one camera on each. Yeah. But I think that often happens as well. I don't think that's... Um, well, I... Yeah, well, I don't think it happens that much where somebody is just reading the lines um, as opposed to somebody having... Uh, having somebody to read the line that comes before so you can react. No, I, like, I, I think that... Miko would be talking to her while the camera's on her, and then they might. Well, we don't know how much time he spent on this because they are in the same film together. Huh? Uh, They are in the same shot together. It's not like as if they filmed individually. There is a lot of uh, you know one on ones, but there's also some um, wider. I um, do wonder if the movie will continue on as episodes or if they plan on doing a whole. I think it might. Well, I don't know. Um, I think um, for the uh, Friday the 13th, they did a... I think they did three of them as separate ones and then they put them and then the director put them together yeah it's kind of like an anthology um so like i kind of would have preferred had this been made uh without miko um as sort of a um god what's the word uh a production to show that they could make a feature film and then make a feature film with Miko. Because, uh, like, by having Miko in it, I now just feel like they wouldn't redo this better. <laughs> they would just keep this and then add parts onto it. Not that I found it as bad as you did. I, I, I would give it a B. Shut up! I didn't say that. <laughs> Well, fucking mouth. (laughs) Oh my god. Um. Anyway. Um. Um. I have definitely seen uh, uh, worse things. Um. Um. 
but you know, I, I'm really not particularly fond of this actress's delivery. It's just a bit wooden. And, um, I think it was always the idea to make a short as okay. opposed to a feature. So, having that in mind, I think the movie would have benefited by being a little tighter. Um, this scene in particular could have could have didn't have to go on as long as it did no well i feel that if this scene were in a in a feature it would be shorter yeah um, but because it's in it's in a short i think it is allowable because i think that the length of the movie um i guess what i'm trying to say is what happens in the movie for the length of it um is fine. Had this been a shorter sequence, they would have. I think they would have had to have had more, which uh, wouldn't have has given it as good an ending. Like I think uh, Heather calling him up is a good um, cliffhanger. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I don't think it took them anywhere, or the the director and his team, anywhere near um, as long to do the Friday, and I think he did the Black Christmas fan film, um, It's Me, Billy, uh, I think that was him. Yeah. Um, but I think that the three, uh, Friday ones were all done within the span of like a year, year and a half. Yeah. And this took a little more time to put together. And I think a lot of that probably had to do with the makeup. Yeah. Um, and I think that the Nightmare movies were always much more stylish than the Friday movies. Yeah, the Fridays are more paint by number. Yeah. Um, so. Is the freeway he crossed? Oh, from New Nightmare? <laughs> yes. Was it really? No, I don't know. Well, I don't know freeways in such a LA. Fuck face. <laughs> Um, I don't know if this was filmed in L.A. Yeah, exactly. What I was going to say, but it's left the scene now, is um, I did like the artwork in the um, psychologist's office. Um, yeah. It was a uh, painting that was dark on his side and light on the uh, doctor's side, and it was sort of like the darkness was reaching out towards the light side. Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel this is funny how, like, Heather's in a mental institution. <laughs> oh, you think Ash is a lunatic? <laughs> you think poor I th Heather? I being think a she'd find it funny, woman. yes. Well, it's like the doctor from the from New Nightmare finally got her way. 
Yes, exactly. But she was trying to have Heather institutionalized. Oh, it'd be good if that build. doctor came back. I don't know if she's still alive. Well, the character could come back. He's got a coffee maker like we do. He's got a Keurig? Yes. Or it's a Cuisinart. <laughs> that change in tone. The realization. Like, oh, it's you again. Oh. <laughs> I've, I've used up all my pleasantry <laughs> when I could have just been nasty this, from the beginning. This music I can't pinpoint is from some commercial that's on 7,000 times a day. Um, progressive? Might be. I've got a t-shirt similar to that, but it was by design. That feels like it was a um, um, a, a rip from New Nightmare. Mm. They should have had Freddie's tongue come out of the phone. <laughs> yeah, and say, like, I'm yes. your daddy now, Dylan. They should um, have that that you can clip onto your phone. Lips. Yeah. Fun for Halloween. Yeah. Or when you need your bean flipped. Yes, exactly. Put it on vibrate. Mm, mm -hmm. Just rest it on your clip. Okay. <sighs> yeah, we're nearly finished. <laughs> well, we have seven minutes of credits. So don't forget that. Yes, exactly. That's what, that's what I'm saying. It's... But like you know, it, it it does interestingly you know uh, create um, good ingredients for what could come ahead. I wish it had taken on a bit more of the meta quality. Uh, I would have enjoyed that. Well, I that. think that's what the opening was supposed to be with the audition, um, because he was auditioning for a real movie. Yes, or a real franchise. So. I mean, you know, we are in the real world. No, but I guess much. what I mean is... Um, I'd like to watch the movie Inland Empire more properly. Mm. That's what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. But it's three hours and it's filmed on video, so I can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. You know what? It would have been crazy. Oh. <laughs> if he woke up and instead of pulling Freddie's hat off, he pulled John Saxon's wig off. Oh my God. <laughs> and he woke up. 
He woke up with Detective Thompson's wig. Yes. In bed with him. Or if he woke up with uh, Marg's makeup. Oh, yes. <laughs> or the bottle of vodka she yes. hid in his linen yeah, closet. Yeah, the, Kir- the Kirkland vodka. Kirkland? <laughs> it was a big is bottle that even of vodka. A real name of, is that even a real vodka brand? That's Costco. Oh. Because I was going to say, it sounds like something that you would get at the dollar store. Yeah. God, as if she wouldn't be using her phone to record like we do. Is she using a tape? Yeah. Recorder? What year is this? yes. And those tapes only have like 20 minutes on them. Yes. I thought about, I remember buying one of those at one point um, for ideas and stuff, but I was thinking to myself, I will never ever use this fucking thing. Yeah. I did get a digital one. Um, and I tried. This was when I had this was before I had my iPhone. This was, this might have even been before I had my BlackBerry. Um, I just had a regular Nokia phone. Um, and that was, yeah, that was what I used to do my old, my old podcast. Okay. I'm reminded of, I don't know if you saw Family Guy, where... There was a baby who kept talking into it. <laughs> like, story idea, a baby poops its pants and, you know. And, oh no, baby picks his nose and eats it. Yeah. Where do I get these ideas? It's crazy. Yeah. Wasn't that a famous, like, dir- director or something? It, was, sounded, it, was, it sounded um, like Alan Alda, but I don't know. Yes, that's what I'm about to say. It sounded like Alan Alda, yeah. I think it was. Oh no. <laughs> Does that sound like Dylan? Oh no. <laughs> There's a Home Alone reference. Mm. Oh, yeah, the director said that um, he wanted to change the one to Freddy's Coming for you um, because he didn't like the grab your crucifix line because he said that nobody in any of the Elm Street movies ever reached for a crucifix to protect themselves from Freddy. But I have to disagree with that. Mm. Because Nancy took the one off the wall to sleep with in the first one because she felt it gave us a haunted and, or whatever. And in part three, he gets part three, on him in the yeah. graveyard. Yep, he got doused with his remains. Got doused with the holy water and the crucifix put on him. 
And there's a good rhyming with six. You know, it's... Well, he changed it to something. I don't remember what it was. I think it's something about tricks. Yeah, yeah. Um, kids are for tricks. Uh, I don't know. To me, that's like you know, yeah. It's like this. This is this is much like the ground Freddie was buried in in part three. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. That's sacrosanct. Okay, that's mm -hmm. that's hallowed ground. You don't mess with it. Unless, of course, we're talking about a rights issue or something <laughs> like that. Um, or the, it could be the porno version. Oh, there's a porno version. Was it Freddy's Coming on You? I don't remember. He had dildo fingers. I don't. I couldn't oh get God. past the first five fucking minutes because it was horrible. <laughs> and they were trying to be funny. Three, four, better get on all fours. No, they didn't do that. <sighs> but um, I just... I, I, it was, again, morbid curiosity. Um, but it was very, very poorly done. And... Um, I just remember at the beginning, it's just like a girl lying on a bed and they didn't know how to do any kind of stylistic cuts or anything or put smoke or effect or anything. So it was just the girl sitting on the bed and Freddy just walks into frame, literally, <laughs> and says, do you know who I am? And she goes, Edward James Almos? Who the hell is womp, that? Womp, womp. You don't know who Edward James Almos is? No. He's a Hispanic actor who is known for having really, really bad Joe Spinell-esque pockmarked skin. Oh, God. <laughs> and then we have a... <laughs> A credit sequence that nearly rivals ATM for length. Mm. I think I think that is the only takeaway you had from ATM. Yes. Understandably so. So Dave was um, pretty, and Ron Sloan was the casting guy. Maybe. I'm not fond of this kind of music. Well, I... This is like Slipknot, like Korn-esque, <laughs> like, uh, new metal type. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't listen to it or buy it, but, <laughs> like, it's... I, I, I respect its presence. Mm-hmm. So what are, what are your final thoughts, I suppose? I enjoy it. Like I minutes. still enjoy it, yes. Um, that 
like I I liked that the you know the filmmaker had a vision and they after four years. Well, that is always admirable. Yeah, yeah. but he he had he had a vision and he was able to accomplish what he set out to do, and I'm sure it wasn't easy. Yeah, uh, especially over the course of four years, and especially with makeup as intricate as Freddie's. So, um, and I'm sure there were many hurdles that he had to jump. So, and he, clearly he persevered. So, yes, good for him. That's what it is. It's uh, like That's... the other day, a friend of me, a friend of mine, sent me a, a YouTube clip of um, like the ten wackiest uh, film clips ever made. Like, they weren't all the things, but they were very bad. But to me, like, as bad as they were, some of them I found quite quaint and like, oh, like I, you know, they had an idea for a song and they saw it all the way through to the end, despite how crappy it was. Oh, there's one guy, I can't remember his name, but all he does is pick on music and talk about, like, this was the worst album of the 90s or this was the worst album of 1994 and I can't believe it sold as many copies and that's like what is the point of that why are you doing this yeah why yuck somebody else's yum mm. we have the uh, nightmare slash dream warriors mashup Mm-hmm. Running from this dream warrior. There you go. Performed by Nancy and the Nightmares. Um, the song was Local Forecast by Ele- Elevator. Or Oh my god, I have all their albums. I noticed they took some artistic liberty with the lyrics there. Um, granted, there is two theirs, because the line is... I Wait. What is it? Now I'm fucked up, because I'm listening to the fucking song. Um, right from this I turn around, but there's no one there. That's what it is. And yeah. she said, I turn around, but no one's there. Yeah. Well, that flows better on the tongue. What? The second... Her version? Not having two theirs so close together. Well, I think it it flows... Because I never even noticed that there were two theirs before. Um, I think that flows better because the way she does it, she has to pause a little bit. Well, she should have said nobody's there to keep the syllable structure. Of the original. Yeah. That would have been better. <laughs> now we're in docking territory. We're watching some of the production stills. of thanks and I'm sure these um, are all uh, people who gave some money people who yeah, yeah did the GoFundMe yes the Indiegogo 
Jacko, I know did the same. Indiegogo. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yoko Ono um, contributed to this. Ah! She's, big, she, she's she. a big fan of the franchise. Yes. Warzone! She offered a few screams. Mm. Warzone! The best things in life aren't free. Oh, mm -hmm. that, that wasn't it, was it? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I only know one song, and it's that Warzone! I only know that, um, number nine. <sighs> so that was the bonus. I hope that everyone was, enjoyed it. That was our first bonus. We've done bonus episodes before, but not, not on the same night. We've no, done we've YouTube done bonus bonuses. Episodes. We've never done... Oh, yes. Well, those were... Yeah. You know, speaking of which, um, I've been thinking because the... Well, I still get people following. Alerts of people are following the channel. I haven't checked the the uh, plays or the likes or... I know I'm not getting any comments. I can tell you that. Um, but I'm used to that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um... But since the YouTube channel was an experiment in futility, I was thinking of uh, porting those uh, exclusives over to the channel. Oh, okay. Um, to the podcast channel. Um, I thought you should have in the first place. Well, the only thing that's stopping me is they're called the YouTube exclusives. <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, uh, 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 re could re-edit, but uh, no. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that time exclusivity has run out. Exclusivity. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, that yeah. This was our first bonus podcast episode. Um, yes. And I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, and this is an early Christmas present for followers of the Blind Rage podcast. And since this is only the beginning of December, we've only just begun. Yes. So we have more treats coming for you. Is that right, Tony? Absolutely. freaking lutely Mm-hmm. And so and more hope... unhinged monologues. <laughs> oh oh I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. And if you once again, if you haven't checked out the West Craven's New Nightmare episode, please turn tune in right now. Alrighty. Because Tony lost his mind. Okay, well I hope you guys enjoyed the bonus, the special double feature and don't forget to tune in next week for more horror goodness so until then this is brandon ford wishing you all unpleasant dreams <laughs>